So the Gemara answers, Hello, be cautioned that this that the Mishnah allows to send on Yontav, we're talking as such garment of Kilaim that are uh, hard, that they don't warm up, and therefore you're allowed to sit on them. And the Gemara approves, as we find that Rabhuna, the son of Rabbi Yeshua, said, that a garment of of linen that is made from squeezed leather and is hard, uh, that's a place called Narash. That's the way they make it. That you're allowed to put underneath you, even though there's Kilayim, because of its hardness, there is no benefit of warming up. Omar Rapope says Rapope Ardelaim those are pieces of flax that you put underneath the foot inside the shoe in, inside the shoe and you uh, put on them a piece of uh, leather, leather made out of old goats uh, which is worked out in the bottom and where the heel meets, over there it's made out of wool. So you have a piece, this out of the lime, it's a kind of a, uh, a support uh, underneath the, uh, an insert. Uh, even though it has uh, tzemer and pishtim on it in different parts, there is no prohibition of kilayim because they're hard and there is no benefit of warming up. The Garments of kilayim in which you hold money in, there's no Israel kilayim, and you're allowed to put it into your uh, bosom pocket because the uh, the money make the garment hard and it doesn't warm the body. Any time there is no heat to the body, the benefit, the pleasure of warming the body, it's permissible as I said before. But if you have garments of kilayim, the bizrane that you uh, bundle in them see, uh, uh, seeds, zroim, yes, bemishum kilayim, that there is kilayim because the zroim do not harden the garment, and there is the benefit of warming up. Rabashi Omar Rabashi says, both whether it's a pocket that holds money or it's a pocket that holds the bizrani, this, the, the, the zroim, ain't bemishum. Kilayim, there is no provision of kilayim, but that's not the way that people keep themselves warm, so there is no Israel kilayim in that. Further, we learned in our Mishnah, but you can't wear the sandal hamasumer. The Gemara explained, sandal hamasumer, my time aloy. Why can't you send this sandal, which is misumer, and yonta? Because the Chachamim decreed that a person should not go out with a sandal hamesumer on Shabbos in Yontav. There was a story brought down in Mesech Shabbos and of Samach Ahmed Aleph that it was the time of the decree from the Goyim they hid in the cave. And they decided that the one who goes into the cave shall not go out. He might not know that there is enemies on the outside and will go out. And the uh, enemies will see where he left and they'll capture him. So one of the people that entered was wearing 
wearing a opposite na uh, sandal hamesumar that has two openings and you can sort of tie it from both sides. So the people that were hiding based on observing the heels of the sandal and that, that that person went out from the cave and because of the worry that they have been revealed through the uh, enemy, so they quickly ran away and they pushed each other, and since they were all wearing the sandalim that are very thick, like the hoofs of the horses, so they killed each other with their hearse, her, with their with their shoes more than the enemies killed them. And because of this story, uh, that it was with Shabbos, they decreed, uh, like the story that a person should not wear a sandalim super at all on Shabbos and Yom Tov. And since it's prohibited to wear them, so you're not allowed to send it on Yom Tov. Om Says Abaye, Santal Hamisumer Osur Lenoli. A Santal Hamisumer, you're not allowed to wear it on Shabbos and Yontif. But since it still has the, the, the it still has the status of a kli, it's not also for Mukto, and therefore Umutur Latalpli is permissible to. So Abaye explains why. Osur Lenoli, Mishumai Shahoyi. The reason I'm not tied is because of the story that happened. And umutar letaltoloi, you let him move it. It's midi ketone in mishalchin. Since it says you can't send it on yom tov, is a simit isal kadaitoch also letaltoloi. If the entered your mind that you're not allowed to move it, why did the Mishnah say and have to say mishalchin? How should letaltoloi also? You're not even allowed to move it. So mishalchin abayi, do you have to tell us that you're not allowed to send it? So therefore, we know that it's not also bemoktzam. Learned in the Mishnah, you can't send also not an unsewn shoe. It's obvious that you're not allowed to send a yonta because it's not fit for anything. This din was not needed, but to teach you the Afal Gav did not even though the shoe is connected with small pegs of wood and it's somewhat fitting for putting on, still not allowed to send it because it hasn't completed been it hasn't completely been sewn. Further, we learn to the Mishnah, Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yehuda says, not even a white shoe. Tanya, Rabbi Yehuda, matin b'minel shocher. We learn to the Mishnah, Rabbi Yehuda permits the shocher. He allows you to send a black, to send the yontav, because you can uh, tie it and put it on as is. But he prohibits a white shoe, which has not been yet tied. Uh, it needs the to be darkened with the uh, mud of the gear earth, uh, and it's not yet fit for use. Rabbi says that a black shoe to send the yont of He answered. He did also prohibit it. With the shocher, because you still need to smooth off the uh, peels of leather. The Gemara says, are not disagreeing, but Each one ruled according to the shoe that they would use in their place, because the skin of the animal and the inner side, which is uh, towards the flesh of the animal, there are. Uh, 
peels and scrapes that you need to smooth out, but the external part is smooth and doesn't require tzichtuch. So in the place of Rabbi Yehuda, the side of the skin that was connected to the flesh of the animal, that is made on the inside of the shoe and the outer side of the shoe was smooth. In that case, the shoe does not need any smoothing and it can be used as is and therefore he permitted to send the yontu. But the mar, but in the city of the Bisrael, uh, in the city of Rabbi over there, the side of the skin that was connected to the to the meat, that side of the skin is made on the external part of the of the shoe. So the shoe isn't fit to be used without the smoothing it out, and therefore you're not allowed to send it as it is in Yontif. Further, we learned in the Mishnah, this is the rule, anything that you can use in Yontif, you can send it. The Gemara brings, Rav Sheshesh permitted the Rabbonon to send tefillin uh, one to another on Yontif. to him, but we learned in our Mishnah that only what you can use and benefit on Yontav you can send, but something that you don't use on Yontav you're not allowed to send. Since on Yontav we don't put on tefillin, how did he permit to send tefillin on Yontav? The Gemara answer, the Mishnah doesn't mean that you can only use something, uh, you can only send something you can use on Yontav, but Hachikomar, the Mishnah is saying, Bechoyl, anything that you can benefit in the weekday as is, Mishalchen Oisim Yontiv, you can send the Yontiv, and therefore, likewise, we read our Mishnah also that anything that you use it, uh, use it Yontiv, you can send it, but not that you have to be able to use it on Yontiv. The Gemara brings another Allah of Rabbiya. So the bite tefillin of hoyl v'osul yodon neimu milso. Since we've discussed now about tefillin, let me say something about it. Halacha with regards to tefillin on Shabbos. Bob Aderech, if a person was coming on erev Shabbos with tefillin bereishay, and he had tefillin on his head, v'shokol of chamo, and the sun sets, which means Shabbos it becomes Shabbos. So even though he's not allowed to carry it in his hand for Amos in the public domain because of the prohibition of carrying, but he can leave it on his head and his hand. So he places his hands over the film so people shouldn't see. And he can go until he comes to his house. Since it's not the normal way of carrying, but this is like a garment, and this is considered moving it in a backwards way. The Chachamim permitted to move them to his house in order not to uh, degrade the tefillin when he doesn't have where to put them. So the same thing is Midrash. He was sitting on Erev Shabbos in Beis Medrash that's outside of the city in a place where he cannot guard his tefillin. No tefillin, but his tefillin was in his head. And then all of a sudden it becomes uh, Shabbos. And and kills you. I mean, he can't leave the tefillin. So he puts his hand on them until he comes to his house. The son of asked a question, but we learned that that if he was walking on the road and with fill in his head, and the day became holy, became Shabbos, and so then he placed his hands on him till he comes to the first home, to the house that is closest to the 
wall of the city and leaves it dim and don't take it to your house. What happens? He was sitting in the base medrash and the day became holy on him. So he puts his hands on the match until he comes to the house which is close to the base medrash. So we see that they did not permit him to bring him to his house. And they went to Likashi. That's not a question. Oh, this that we learned that you bring it to the house which is closest to the to the wall of the city and, and uh, to the base medrash. Uh, the, the the house which is some base medrash in a way, the minatro that it can be guarded in that house. But oh, when Abayis says that you bring him to his house, is a place in the Leminatra that cannot be guarded in the house which is next to the wall, and therefore the Chachamim permitted him to bring it to his house in order not to degrade the film. If the film are not guarded, unless he brings it to his house, my idiot, why is it only when it was Beresha, when it's on his head, that Abai permitted Afilu even if he finds them on the ground after Yom Tov Shabbos came in, he's still allowed to put them on his head and take him home. The If one finds several pairs of tefillin in Shabbos, he can bring in one pair after another one on his head and head as the way he puts it on during the weekday. And that's the way he brings it home. And then he goes back and brings another pair and brings it home until he brings everything to his house. So we see... You can even bring a place in the and to bring him to his house. The Morsus Lakashi, that's not a question because Abaya did not speak in a place where it's not guarded at all. But ho, oh, there that we say that you bring him to the house which is close to the uh to the to the wall or close to the base matters, is in a place the mintera that in this house they're here, they're guarded, Machmas Ganve or Machmas Kalva. They're guarded from uh, thieves and from dogs. And over there, they did not, and therefore, they did not permit him to go ahead to continue to pull Aisim until his house, and he has to take him off and leave him there. But ho, when Abaya allowed to take him onto his house, he's talking about the Mantere Machmas Kalbe. And then in that place, they are guarded for the dogs. But they're not guarded from Ganovim. So Abaya is Machadish, Mahu the Tema. So you might think that since that Rav. Listim Yisrael Ninu in that place the most of the rabbis were goyim so they will not degrade the tefillin therefore they should not maybe the chum did not allow you to take it to his homes malon so he come to teach you that even in that case if he if they were placed on his head already so you permitted him to take him to his house because you have to guard them they should not be stolen from him but if they were not placed on him his head yet but you find them in the field. So over there, we didn't permit you to place them and to take them unless the place is not guarded also from the Klovim, and then there is a worry of the Bizot film. Hadron Allah Beitzah, this concludes the Perik Beitzah.